Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, good afternoon, Power Partners. Welcome to our informational playground. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. And I am your host and personal growth coach. My name is Cynthia Bryan. The show is brought to you under the auspices of Be the Star You Are charity as a positive media message outreach program. We're so proud of this show that we've been broadcasting live since 1998 every single week. And we are really thrilled to be part of the Empowerment Channel on Voice America. Well, today's show, we're going to be talking about veterinary savings, growing grass, and we're going to give you some fitness freebies. Now, if your family pet gets ill, veterinary costs can be prohibitive, so we're going to talk about that in segment one. Then in segment two, I'm not talking about marijuana. I'm going to be talking about how to grow the most sustainable, drought-resistant, water-conserving lawn and help you manage your efforts so that you'll have better health, beauty, and you can have some benefits to your life. And then in the third segment, we're going to be talking about how we can save those seconds to get a little bit of exercise every day. We're supposed to have 30 minutes of exercise every day and every second counts. So I have some really simple fitness tricks to keep you healthy and in shape, whether you have five minutes, one minute, 30 seconds or whatever. We're going to go from there. The miracle moment for today is from uh, Celeste. It is harmony makes small things grow Lack of it makes big things decay. I want to talk about harmony, of course, and the Miracle Moment is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity, preparing for the Moraga Community Fair coming up in May. If you'd like to sponsor, please get in touch and check out the website at bethestarur.org. One other quick message before we start our conversation about veterinary costs and how you can save is I just want to remind everyone about the complete chakra conference that is going on this weekend at Embassy Suites in San Rafael, California. I will be there on Saturday. You might be able to find me at the waterfront table, uh, which is uh, my publisher. And many different authors will be there as well as uh, you will be learning how to balance your life. So visit um, 
chakraconference.com for more information. There are still some tickets available, and I think that you will have a wonderful time when you go. So check out chakraconference.com. And you can listen to our radio interview from last week with um, Johanna, and she really was talking more about why it is important to go to the the uh, conference. So I think that it'll be a great thing. Well, for all of you animals out there, you know we all have to deal with our pets' health. And we want our, our pets, who are really part of the family, to be as healthy as possible. And veterinary costs can get very, very expensive. So there are a few tips on how you can save some money on veterinary costs. Now, As many of you know who've been listening to me for so many years, I am a a big animal aficionado, having grown up on a farm and always taken in abandoned, abused, and rescued animals. There are so many different animals that um, have been part of my barnyard and part of my life. Everything uh, besides the regular, you know, dogs, cats, rabbits, chickens, ducks, geese, goats, pigs, fish, all kinds of birds, to deer, squirrels, <laughs> you name it. I've, uh, I've bottle fed and raised so many things. Um, sheep, I think I left the sheep out. But when you, know, when you have to go to the vet, it, it really can be expensive. And when your pet gets sick, it can be a heart-wrenching decision of whether to go for that $10,000 surgery that'll just give them another couple of months of life or to let them you know, um, have a couple of months of quality of life as long as they're not suffering or the horrible decision when you have to euthanize a pet, but you are saving them the pain. So that's always a big decision. So first of all, you want to stay on top of preventative care. You know, for a dog, a monthly dose of heartworm, flea, and tick prevention will cost less than $10, whereas any of the illnesses your pet could contract from those parasites can cost you at least the price of a visit to the vet and potentially thousands and thousands of dollars beyond. I, you know, uh, um, somebody was laughing at me lately and recommended that I get a tick collar because just in the last week, I have been bitten on the neck by two ticks. I was able to get them out uh, within a short amount of time. And they do say that 24 hours, that's when you have to worry if it goes uh, for longer than 24 hours. However, both ticks swelled up like golf balls and very painful and itchy and all of that. So you can just imagine how tough it is for your pet if you don't do um, be vigilant in looking at your cat or your dog or whatever animal that you have to see if a tick has a bit the, the dog. I know when my daughter was home with her dog, two ticks got into this little tiny dog and a dog can't get the tick out. So you have to be very vigilant. The second thing that is absolutely necessary is when faced with an expensive procedure, ask your vet about all of the alternatives that are available. For example, a young dog with a shattered leg that could cost $7,000 to repair 
with plates and pins, might be able to have the leg amputated for a fraction of the cost and a fraction of the recovery time and do really well. Now, is that humane? You're probably asking. The interesting thing is, is that most dogs and most animals will do well on three legs. They run around as if they don't even notice, actually. And uh, that is like a vet from the University of Pennsylvania School of Veterinary Medicine has, um, his name is Jane Serple. He says, you know, in his experience that there really isn't a problem. Uh, I know that I had a goat, Jasper, and um, uh, that goat was born with three legs. And you would know, you wouldn't even think that the goat had any kind of problem at all. It it ran around with the other hoofed animals and was fine. I have, We raised a deer who had a very severe spinal injury and I couldn't walk. Uh, we didn't amputate any legs, but we had to make a Bambi mobile. And, the, and so the deer would go on its two front legs and the Bambi mobile would take it to rest. So you want to ask those special questions. The third is shop around because veterinarians can charge a wide range of prices depending on where you live and whether they specialize in any particular type of medicine. If your dog needs a very simple eye procedure, for example, then your normal vet might be able to do that surgery, saving you the cost of a board-certified veterinary ophthalmologist. Also, if you have to have your dog altered or um, you know neutered, spayed, look to those low-cost low cost, uh, clinics that are out there and especially vaccination clinics. Sometimes they are subsidized by donors, and sometimes the SPCA um, is offering these. So just check around because those clinics can be really, really terrific. I know I've used them in the past, and um, the, um, the animals recovered very quickly, and everything was copacetic. So I thought it was a great way to, to work. The next thing is ask your vet if, if he or she can match the lowest online price for medications and medicines that will prevent parasites like fleas, ticks, and heartworms. I'm sure that you've had that experience both at your doctor's office, any doctor's office or a specialist's office, um, or at your vet, where you're prescribed a medication that is really quite expensive, either to fill at the pharmacy or they sell it to you direct there, just to go and find either that online, it's half the price, and it is the same thing, it's not a scam, or if you're buying it directly off the shelf from the vet's office or the doctor's office, you go to your local uh, drugstore and you see it on the shelf again for half the price. So just, you know, look around and don't just buy it immediately, ask. Ask if they'll write you a prescription that can be filled at a pharmacy or online. Uh, Pet owners looking to purchase prescription products online must always buy them from a reputable U.S. pharmacy just to make sure. So uh, make sure that your vet, if they're going to write your prescription that you are going to use, that the vet writes on your prescription, USA product only, no substitutions, and all original packaging. You want to make sure that your pet is getting the pure product, not some substitution. The uh, next uh, tip is to keep your dog's ears and teeth 
clean. Dogs that have substantial hair growing inside their ear canal, like Cocker Spaniels, and those that love to swim, like uh, Golden Retrievers, (laughs) are prone, or our labs, I guess, our, our lab love to swim. They're very prone to ear infections, and that could require repeated visits and antibiotics. Now, your vet can show you how to clean your pet's ear regularly with a drying agent, and you can also ask your vet about what chew toys should be recommended as well as what toothbrushing practices that uh, you could do at home to keep your pet from getting tartar and requiring expensive, uh, expensive dental cleaning, which would involve some anesthesia. The pets don't like their teeth cleaned. It's really uncomfortable, and so the vet has to um, has to give them anesthesia in order to help them, you know, get the teeth clean. But of course, anesthesia can be dangerous as well. And if you look at statistics of of animals dying, you'll find that many of pet deaths are caused by anesthesia. So you want to stay away from that as much as possible. So you want to do the best you can with your dog, cat, or other pet at home to keep their teeth clean. The other thing, you don't want your pets losing their teeth because of tartar buildup or gum disease. And that would be terrible when when that happens, and then this happens with older dogs and older cats, is it's very difficult for them to eat. And then you're having to mash up their food and grind it up. And you know, it's not as as fun for them or desirable. Also, that brings me to the point of watch what they eat. Certain foods can be toxic to pets, and sometimes we don't even think about it. Some of those, you probably already know that for dogs, for example, or I think, believe it's cats too, chocolate is, um, is toxic. But did you know that walnuts and grapes are really bad for your pet? Um, we have grapevines, and our dogs loved grapes, and they would actually go up into the vines and eat the grapes right off the vine. Now, they never got sick, and they were always fine, so maybe it was because we have, you know, the fresh, we, they're, non, they're not sprayed, there were no pesticides, any of that. Perhaps that was something, but it's... Um, their grapes are toxic. Also, you have to watch for different plants because there are a lot of plants that are toxic, not only to people, but to your pets too. For example, um, hemlock that killed Socrates is a plant that looks, looks a lot like Queen Anne's lace and it's growing in the wild. So if you go, it's very pretty. And if you're on hikes, uh, you don't want to see your dog or um, any of your pets or your horse or anything nibbling on that because that is that is uh, very dangerous. It could be life-threatening, in fact. And, of course, you know oleander and anything in the nightshade family and belladonna and naked ladies, all of those are toxic to pets. So just keep them away. And they're toxic to people. Another thing that's not good for them to eat is uh, fatty foods because it can cause pancreatitis. And it pancreatitis is not only very painful, but it's very, very expensive to treat, and it can be deadly to your pet. So even though we like to give our pet you know, some special treats off our plate from time to time, stick to feeding your animals foods that are really designed for them. Or you could ask, your vet, uh, which lean meats and vegetables 
he or she recommends as treats or that could be used, you know, in um, as an addition to a balanced diet that that you are buying from the feed store or from, you know, your store that is meant for your pet. And finally, ask your vet or if he or she gives any discounts. Like sometimes um, you might get a AAA discount or you might get an ARP discount or you're, if you are a member of uh, a certain club or you're a certain alumni association member from a school, I have known many vets that have given discounts for different things. So think about that. And then what do you, the last thing is, what should you consider before taking on a whopping bill for pet care? So let's, uh, let's just, you know, investigate that for a second. Look carefully at your budget. What are you willing to slash in your own life, you know, for six months to a year to give your pet that expensive procedure? Is it going to be entertainment? Is it going to be going out to dinner? Is it actually food on your table? You know, what are you going to give up? Are you willing to give up travel plans this year so that you can cover your pet surgery? So before you do anything, really take a deep breath and write down the details of what's going on with an emergency or a pet's uh, procedure. Among things to consider are the pet's age its other health issues, and the quality of life that your uh, pet will have afterwards. These, these decisions are really heartbreaking because even if you have the money and the time, you might decide that it's a more humane thing to say goodbye to your pet, and it is very, very hard. The last thing you want to do is to go into, into debt and then watch your pet suffer or die anyway. So when it comes to our pets, I know they are family because they're family to me. And we all want to do absolutely everything we can to give our pets a really happy quality life. But make sure that you're not doing it to the detriment of your own life as well. So you're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. And when we come back from break, we're going to go into the April garden and we're going to learn to grow some grass. My name is Cynthia Bryan. I am your host and personal growth coach. And we're coming to you live on the Voice America Network. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. 
Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryant, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling I'm back. <laughs> Thank you for staying with me on Star Style. Be the star you are. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And we are going into the garden for a little bit of April digging. Virgil had a wonderful quote. Now, every field is clothed with grass and every tree with leaves. Now the woods put forth their blossoms and the year assumes its gay attire. Yes, that is, that is summing up exactly what the gardens here in Northern California look like right now. They are absolutely stunningly beautiful. The hills are green. All the trees are filled with blossoms. I have a wisteria Um, It's like a tree now that has climbed a tree and looks like grapes hanging everywhere. It is fantastic. But what I want to talk about today is growing grass. And yes, California did pass Proposition 64 last November. However, I am not going to be talking about cultivating marijuana, although I am writing about the glories of grass. Spring is really spectacular with its wardrobe of rainbow blooms. Trees are covered with blossoms. The fragrance of freesia engages our nostrils, and the ubiquitous beauty surrounding us is absolutely awe-inspiring. I just feel so blessed that Mother Nature celebrates the rebirth of the seasons with a grand April entrance, and this has really been something. Because of the warmer soil, uh, fall is the best time when it comes to planting or reseeding a lawn, but spring runs a really close second in popularity. So if you haven't torn out your swath of grass in the last few years during uh, the California drought or the West Coast drought, I guess we should call it, is no doubt you're now looking at a runway of green in your yard thanks to the months of rain. Now, even if you live in other parts of the country or even other parts of the world, I heard from Norway today that the snow is just melting, that the brown grass is starting to turn green. I know that in a lot of places uh, where it was snowing, they're going through the same thing. Although in our Sierras in California, we still have so much snow there. So there's no grass to be seen. It's only snow. So you're going to have to, depending on where you live, you can take these tips Uh, they'll be appropriate when your grass returns, (laughs) when the snow melts or the waters reside or whatever it is that is keeping you from having a garden at the moment. But to manage your efforts in maintaining the health, the beauty, and the benefits of a lawn for the remainder of the year after we get started in spring, you have to engage in some simple best practices. So I want to give you a few tips to growing a lush, green, sustainable turf. 
Now, first of all, you have to make a few decisions. You're going to have to decide if you want seed, sod, or if you're going to reseed over an existing lawn. Seeding for the first time is best done in autumn, as I previously said, because the soil is warm after summer and germination will be swifter. You can successfully, however, reseed, overseed, and uh, install sod in spring. And you can do those, including those irksome bare patches that we have. So if you have just a few bare patches in a you know, relatively good lawn, just think about doing some reseeding uh, or putting in some sod. Now, whatever you choose, your first consideration is to properly prepare your soil. You should check the pH level. You can get those the pH checkers online or at a nursery. And ideally, line, uh, lawns should be in the 6 to 7 range. If the pH is lower than 6, you want to add some lime. If it's higher than 7, you're going to add some sulfur to bring the pH down. Before you get started, pull all the existing weeds. If you have lots of weeds... Keep in mind that weeds mean that the soil conditions are imbalanced. Now, weeds do provide homes and food for microbes, but your soil must be improved before your new sod or your grass seeds are going to thrive. Many weeds, I'm putting that in parentheses here, or in quotes, I mean in quotation marks, they're actually gourmet dinner or tea ingredients, including plantain, dandelion, creeping charlie, mint, mustard, lamb's quarter, and many more. I right now am drinking a tea that includes some dandelion and some mint, and I, I really enjoy it. So if you're pulling these weeds, look to see if any of them are edible. Now, then the next step is you want to order several yards of some enriched soil and compost and have it delivered. I've, obviously, if you have just a small, uh, small lawn, a small garden, you can probably just buy a few bags at um, the hardware store or your nursery of good soil that you can use. But if your lawn is larger, it's so much cheaper to have it delivered. And in the scope of things, having good soil and having, you know, whatever you pay for it, it's going to give you dividends down the line. Because if you just try to seed or sod over what you have, I can almost guarantee that you're going to be very disappointed with your uh, results. So don't do that. Make sure to order some new soil. If you're going to a yard or you're calling a soil company, ask the yard experts what is their best soil for improving your lawn. Because just keep in mind, it's the foundation. It's like building a house. If you put it on a poor foundation, the house is going to fall down no matter how great the rest of it is. So we don't want the, the, the uh, lawn to falter after a couple of years. Add organic fertilizer to accelerate the deeper rooting. Aerate to loosen the soil. A core aerator will punch holes in the ground to bring air and water to the roots. The finger plug should be left on the surface to naturally decompose. Less compaction equals better drainage equals better absorption. Then consult your favorite nursery professional for a recommendation on the best seed combinations for your area or for your 
a particular landscape. Now, you already know I'm a huge fan of mixed growth lawns for year-round enjoyment. And I particularly love the seeds from Pearl's Premium. They're from pearlspremium.com. I, uh, that lawn seed grows very long roots from 14 to 20 inches deep. So what that means is it has a great, great root system under the ground that you can't see. So the grass blades are healthier, greener, and they don't need as much water. I also intersperse my lawn with some plugs of isotoma, which is called Blue Star Creeper. And I also like white and red clover. Now, the isotoma, the blue star creeper, it kind of disappears in the winter and just lets the rest of the lawn take over. But as spring and summer are up here, you'll see these little tiny leaves that come up between the grass. And then there's these little blue star flowers. And of course, having a, a company called Star Style, as well as a Working with the charity, be the star you are. I love to have stars everywhere. So why not stars in my lawn? The other thing I really like in my lawn is a little red and white clover. And the reason for that is they, um, clover is a natural nitrogen giver. It supplies nitrogen to your lawn. So it is just constantly green. Uh, I think that these three together make a very attractive natural rug. And so I like them a lot. But a lot of other people like to lace their lawns with other things, such as wild strawberry, violets, mint. Or sometimes I know in the Midwest, they plant bulbs uh, like daffodils or narcissi or even tulips in their lawn. Now, for me, I'm not a fan of that. I want bulbs in my garden beds because the importance of letting The fronds go like potato chips and get very dry. And to me, that would look ugly. So, you know, you really couldn't mow it. But it is kind of an interesting thought to see these um, tulips or daffodils or freesias or whatever popping up. Now, you may have to cover your reseeded areas with a netting to keep the birds away. If you have a very small area, you have any discarded window or door screens, they work great. And that's actually what I use because I tend to have patches that need to be filled and so I use the door screens. Let the rainfall do the watering to get your grass established. Now if it's later in the season and the rain is stopped, you're going to want to water deeply in the morning at least twice a week or as needed. So don't let your lawns die out but and don't water you know, in short bursts. Make sure it's deep. Yeah, that's the important thing. So deeply as a, and more infrequently is better. Mow your lawns with a sharp blade on a high setting without the bag, allowing the cut grass to remain on the lawn. This is actually called grass cycling and is the most beneficial component of cultivating a lush, deep, green, thick, healthy lawn. If you're buying a new mower, buy a mulch mower, which it'll chop the grass up. Now what grass cycling does, it allows the clippings to be the fertilizer that provides the nutrients to your grass. Now the science behind it indicates that the content of most typical grass uh, clippings by weight is 4% nitrogen, 2% potassium, and 0.5% phosphorus. Now Nitrogen is the N, potassium is the P, and phosphorus is the K. So by recycling your grass clippings back to your lawn, 
you're actually using or will need to use 25% less additional fertilizer. And that is money in your pocket. So that's the green in your pocket. I like that. Then mulch the reseeded areas to create a strong turf. And of course, stay off the grass while it's growing. Now, for those of you who are ex-lawn rangers, you can create a very inviting mosaic with massed ground covers and low growers, including dichondra, ajuga, creeping thyme, golden creeping jenny, dwarf uh, chinquafoil, or even sedum. Now, you'll need to clip, snip, and maintain to make sure that they look their best. And just remember that most ground covers are not foot traffic friendly. So don't be expecting to play, you know, tag football or croquet on that kind of, uh, of, of ground cover mosaic. Now, many people don't think that there are benefits to maintaining a lawn. And I know that the water companies, especially here in California, They've even offered some rebates if you'll pull out your lawn and just put in, you know, rocks or put in some just native plants, etc. And although the native plants are all great and well and good, uh, the rocks really aren't because you put in if you put in gravel or a whole thing of rocks or worse yet asphalt or cement, you're just inviting more heat and and that is not good for us. So many people tend to discourage lawns and landscapes as a water conservation method, but I am still a firm believer that the humble grass shoot offers benefits to our health and to our well-being. Now, besides the fact that children and animals and me (laughs) enjoy a safe, comfortable place to tumble and toss and Lawns contribute to better air quality by trapping the dust and the smoke particles while cooling the air from the ground up. Our environments are made more habitable by the generation of oxygen absorbing the pollutants of carbon and sulfur dioxide. That grass is actually soaking in the pollutants that are in our air. It actually cleans the air we breathe, and that's a real benefit of lawns. Erosion is controlled because water can't carve deep recesses into a thickly planted lawn. Water filters through turf grass, making our groundwater safer and cleaner for everybody in the environment. And on an aesthetic thing, a patch of green soothes the eye when viewing a landscape. It offers a resting place between the color explosions of flowers and shrubs. Lawns offer a buffer zone in fire prevention. Now, several years ago, when one of the biggest wildfires in our national history hit the forests of Northern California, our family cabin up in the um, up in the up in the national forest had a grassy meadow, and that became the safety zone for dozens of firefighters from all over the country. And that lawn, although it was just made of, of weeds that we had mowed, literally saved lives and the forest from the raging blades because it was a patch of green. So prepare your grass for healthy growing this spring and get ready for some fun-filled days of croquet and ball games and badminton and picnics and sprinkler baths or just lying on the grass and staying, uh, staring up at the clouds. Remember that maintaining your lawn enhances the environment. It improves your health, 
and it optimizes your enjoyment of the great outdoors. And to me, that's great grass. So here are a couple of other tips for this time of the year. Again, I want to warn you about the ticks. It seems like it's way too early, but beware. Check your body, your hair, your clothing after gardening, and make sure to wash everything. Don't try to save it for another day. Um, as my tick bites have indicated, they are still sore. I still have these, these marks on me, and the tick was only in me for a couple of minutes. For your houseplants, for those of you who have houseplants, turn them a quarter around every week so that they can start absorbing some sunlight. It, they really do need it and they thrive on it. It's time to bait for snails and slugs. Some people like to put beer, stale beer out. That's always a good thing. Uh, they go in it and they drown. And you can find a very organic uh, snail bait at your nursery. My new book, Growing with the Goddess Gardener, book one in the Garden Short Series, will be coming out soon. I am taking pre-orders now, and all the pre-orders will get extra goodies, such as heirloom seeds and bookmarks and more. All 25% of the proceeds will benefit the 501c3 Be the Star You Are that brings you this radio show. So if you're interested in just getting on my list uh, for a pre-order, and I'll let you know prices when I know it, I still don't, email me, Cynthia at goddessgardener.com. And I am a judge in America's Best Gardener Contest, and I'm excited about it because you can enter to win $50,000. You can show the world that your thumb is the greenest by showing pictures of your garden today. You can visit americasbestgardener.com for more information. And just to remind anyone that is in the area that I am for hire for any of your projects, whether it is um, as a speaker or a media and writing coach or as your garden, your garden coach, your garden designer. So when we come back from break, we will be talking about 10 ways to sneak fitness into your day and a few other things that I just want to cover for today. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. We're coming to you live on the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. And during the break, why don't you visit our radio site so that you can see descriptions, photos, and all the links to the different uh, archives. And that's at StarStyleRadio.com. We'll be right back. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Are your presentations strong? By entertaining a few proactive techniques, your meetings can become a valuable tool for increasing business. Hone your skills before opening your mouth. Now, this includes not only having the most up-to-the-minute information, but delivering the information in a relaxed, confident manner. To practice, use a tape recorder. And if possible, videotape your performance and have someone with a critical eye comment on your performance. You can use, as your tape recorder, you can use your smartphones. Use a coach or acting professional to help you with diction. 
Be enthusiastic and energetic. Love what you do and believe in what you're talking about and be prepared to be flexible and adapt your message for different clients. Welcome questions and establish a dialogue. You want everyone to know that this time was well spent and not wasted. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com and to book a consultation, you can call 925-377-STAR. That's 925-377-7827. Be the star you are, the star you are. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion dollars. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556, bethestarur.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to Well, show business time. Well, we don't have to be in show business to try to get our bodies in shape. And it's so hard sometimes because we want to be healthy, but we are all so busy. I know it's a word that we feel, oh gosh, we should ban it from our vocabulary. But the reality is, you know, we all have very hectic schedules. And so it's really important that we find ways that we can sneak some fitness into our day. So we're going to talk about a few things that of routines that you can create when you have absolutely no time for exercise. And I must admit, I feel like I'm one of those people that just never has enough time to do all the things that I want to do. So I have to actually schedule it into my morning to get 20 minutes in the morning, and then I take snatches throughout the day. Everybody says, or I guess it would, should be science researchers and fitness experts, and uh, the medical profession have indicated that we need 30 minutes of exercise a day in order to stay healthy. But you know what? The time just slips by and we never seem to get that half an hour block. So maybe let's not worry about getting it all in a half an hour. Maybe we can sprinkle our activity regularly throughout our day, even in one minute increments. Maybe we'll get the same blood pressure, cholesterol, and waistline benefits as people who exercise in longer, more structured bouts. And 
there are a lot of studies and trainers that have said, yes, we can do that. And we can still uh, get our share of activity for the day. So the first one is while you're waiting around. Now, I hate standing in line. I don't know about you, but you can actually get a full body exercise routine to help pass the time by just uh, standing in line somewhere and nobody's going to even know that you're exercising. So what are you going to do? And you can actually, if you are in a car right now or you're sitting at your office desk, you might want to try this with me. Or maybe you're listening to us on your smartphone, on your earbuds, and try this. So just squeeze your behind 10 times. Just squeeze it. Then tighten your stomach muscles 10 times. And that is something, really something. You know, that is really, you're going to feel when you tighten your stomach muscles. So breathe in and tighten and then let go. And then stretch your arms downward behind you and squeeze your triceps 10 times. Now, if you're driving, please don't do this one. But if you're sitting at your desk, there's nothing to stop you from squeezing them 10 times. So as I'm talking to you, I'm actually doing this myself. The next thing you can do if you're standing in line, or you could do this um, at your desk too, is rise up on your toes and then squeeze your calves 10 times. Now, rising on your toes is actually a good thing because it can help you with your balance. So that's something that you want to do. So let me just go over this one that is really and truly a full body exercise that you can do in, you know, a couple of minutes while you are at your desk for some of it. Some of it you could actually do in the car and some of it you can you can do all of it for sure while you're waiting in line. So you're going to do each of these 10 times. One, the first one is just squeeze your behind. Just squeeze it. The second one is you're going to tighten your stomach muscles. The third is you're going to stretch your arms downward behind you. And then you're going to squeeze your triceps. And then the fourth is you're going to rise up on your toes and squeeze your calves 10 times. It's such an easy exercise. And I remember as teens uh, when we wanted to have really small waists. And I need to do it more often now. But we had like these 19, my sisters and I had like these 19-inch waists. It was it was kind of crazy. We wanted to be like Scarlett O'Hara, I guess, and Gone with the Wind. But that was our exercise. We would hold our stomachs in. And we would squeeze those stomach muscles. And then pretty soon they just really stay in. So the next one is while you're sitting. So this one is totally good when you're sitting around. And this could be even when you're watching television is that you can improve your grip strength by keeping a tennis ball at your desk at work or at your chair at home. And at least twice a day, grab a ball and squeeze it tightly. Now you can hold it for five seconds and then release slowly. If you repeat this 10 to 15 times, you have done something. You have really helped your your arm and, and uh, your hand muscles. Now, the other thing you can do while you're sitting around, and you can do this at your desk or you can do it, you know, on your couch, is if you keep just a couple of weights, small weights, two or three pound weights, and you can just do very small um, lifts with them and do them in different positions. If you don't have weights, I have often, like I'll, if I'm going on a walk and I want water, a water bottle with me, I'll just take two water bottles. And I think they weigh maybe a pound, a pound and a half. 
And I use those as weights. So that's another thing you could just do that or anything that would be small enough for you to lift. And so actually, while I'm talking to you right now, I am doing my arm lifts. Now, something you could do at the supermarket. Instead of uh, pushing a cart around, use your reusable tote bags. Now, don't do this if you have a bad back. This is one that I actually don't use. I actually do like to push the cart and put my reusable tote bags in the cart. But if you don't have a bad back, one thing you could do is take a bag and put it over each aisle and then grab what you need. And then what you're doing is you're using that weight. It's like walking with a pack on and it boosts your heart rate and it also a calorie burn. Now, when you get to the checkout counter, you do have to take everything out of the bag put it on the counter, and then put it back in the bag, and then don't ask for help out. Use that weight again to get to your vehicle, or if you are close within walking distance of your supermarket, walk home. Now, this one is definitely for your desk, okay? When working at a desk, everyone is saying, you know, that sitting is the new killer, and It is getting as bad a rap as smoking, and I'm sure it is very hazardous to your health because it's definitely not good to sit. So if your day includes a lot of chair time, you might want to be able, if you're able, like if you're at work, maybe they're not going to allow it. If you have a home office, it would be easy to do. Swap a stability ball for your usual perch and use it for 20 or 30 minutes throughout the day. What I found is when I swiped, uh, swapped mine out at home, I tended to bounce constantly. And it was a little bit disconcerting to be bouncing and working on my stories and typing on the computer. So, you know, you might want to use a stability ball in another part of your house, but they are very good for you. Then if you are uh, sitting at your desk and you're not going to use a stability ball, the uh, best thing to do is to stand up and walk around frequently. Now those stability balls build your core strength and they actually do reduce some back uh, pain and back strain. So they are good for you. But I can go back to the second tip I gave you about uh, keeping the tennis ball at your desk and using that with your arms. And the very first tip about waiting around where you squeeze your behind, you tighten your stomach and you uh, stretch your arms downward behind you and rising up your toes. You can easily do that when you're working at a desk. Now, brushing your teeth. This one I do every, um, usually every night. I usually don't do it in the morning, but I balance uh, on one foot when I am brushing my teeth. And it's interesting how as we get older, it gets a little trickier being balanced. You know, it used to be you could feel like I you could feel like I was a flamingo very easily. But if you do it while you're brushing your teeth, stand on one foot for 60 seconds and then switch and stand on the other foot for 60 seconds, you know, when you do the other side of your teeth. And when it becomes easy, try balancing while lifting your leg to the side, you know. So in other words, you're doing leg lifts at the same time. And it's really interesting. You're going to improve your balance and you'll also slim down your thighs. So I like that one a lot. How about when you're making a dinner or you're in the kitchen? Keep your shoulders strong and flexible will relieve joint pain and uh, it can also relieve stiffness. So if you're waiting for the water to boil 
or um, you know, you have maybe your coffee in the microwave. Instead of just standing there kind of watching the water boil, which it doesn't go any faster, uh, put your arms to the side. Do some arm circles. Keep your arms, you know, straight. Do 15 circles clockwise. Do 15 circles backwards. Now, that's another one you can do at your desk is arm circles. So there's so many different things you can do while you're sitting. But I do this one when I'm waiting for things in the kitchen. I also do some leg lifts, and those, those are very easy to do. Just your leg to one side. It's sort of the same thing as brushing your teeth. Now, when you're, let's say you're trying to make coffee, um, and if you have ever had a plantar fasciitis, which is a very, very painful it's like a stabbing heel pain. Um, you want to know that it's very important to keep your calves and your Achilles tendons from getting too tight. You don't want that. So loosen up each morning while waiting for your tea or your coffee to brew by standing at arm's length from a wall. Place one foot behind the other. Keep your heels down and your knees straight. And then lean towards the wall. Brace your arms. Bend your forward leg to stretch the calf of your back leg and then hold for 30 seconds and then switch feet. Now, if that sounds a little confusing, you can do your own version of it. I actually do a different version and normally where I just stand on my tippy toes and then I put my heels down and stretch my calves and stretch. So the key is stretching, stretch your legs, stretch your toes, stretch your calves, stretch your feet. Now, if it gets hard um, for you to do any of these exercises, just do whatever you can. I mean, they're, they're all really, really simple, and they're all things that we can do pretty much anywhere. Now, how about an exercise for you uh, that when you get, you know, when you get up or sit down in a chair, just use your legs or use one hand at first for assistance. The ability to get in and out of a chair unassisted has um, very big implications for your health and your longevity. So do it, again, do everything 10 times, you know. If you've done 10 squats, doing this is sort of like doing 10 squats. So what we're saying is every time you stand up or sit down in a chair, just use your legs don't use your arms to prop you up. Now, you might want to use one to begin, but just use your legs. And if you try it, I'm doing it right now. So if my voice changes, it's because I'm doing it. It's like doing a squat. So there you go. How about at a stoplight? Now, the muscles that support your uterus, your bladder, and your bowel, they weaken over time. And you, nobody wants to be incontinent. So you can counter gravity's effects by tightening your pelvic floor muscles um, it's doing a Kegel. So just tighten your pelvic floor muscles and hold them while you're at the light. Hold for 10 count. Release and then repeat. And so I know light, I hate being at traffic lights. It's like, come on, come on, come on. And maybe it's only a minute, but it seems like so long, especially when you're in a hurry or you're late for a meeting. But if you are doing some of these exercises, you're not wasting a second. So just relax, breathe, know that everything's okay. And finally, we'll get to the couch potato stuff, which is watching TV. Now, most of all of the things that I've already told you, you can do by watching TV, including 
getting that um, the ball, the stability ball to sit on. You can do all of these, uh, you know, pelvic tightens, these Kegels, the stomach muscles, all of that. But you might want a lower body workout, and that can be done when your favorite show is on. And this one would be you could actually lie down on the floor, your carpet, your rug, and do three sets of 15 leg lifts and then three sets of 15 leg circles, raising your leg and rotating it in a circular motion and then switch sides. So these are all really, really simple things that you can do. Well, that one again is just lying on the ground, lying down and doing 15 sets. Now I talked about grass and lawn in the previous segment and I must say I much prefer to do that out on my lawn so those are 10 ways that you can sneak some fitness into your day without having to go to a gym without stressing that you didn't get enough exercise and without worrying that you're putting your health in jeopardy so do it today do it at your desk do it in your car do it while you're on the couch while you're brushing your teeth in the supermarket just sitting around making dinner or watching your coffee brew. So many easy tips and it'll be a healthier you. Well, thank you very much for listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are today and every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific. We want you to be right here with us on the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel, where I am with you every week and from time to time I am bringing you the experts, the success experts and the authors and celebrities that can help you change your life and make your dreams come true. Please visit my website, CynthiaBryan.com, for more information, to read any of my articles, to uh, buy any of my books. They're all there. And also make sure to visit the website of Be The Star You Are Charity, BeTheStarYouAre.org. We will be having our creative community website is being uh, updated at the moment, so we'll be directing you there soon. Make a donation to Be The Star You Are Charity. You can just click on donate at BeTheStarYouAre.org. If you'd like to sponsor any of our events or get involved in any way, we are always uh, welcoming you. My aim is to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate you. I want you to see beyond your physical being and know you are already the star you dreamed of becoming. Cherish the past, dream of the future, but celebrate the now. And do read a book this week. It is like a garden in your pocket. And may I suggest that you pick up a copy of Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts, for living, loving, laughing, and learning to make a difference. Until we are together next week, remember love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. I'm Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you. Be the star you are. Happy spring. Enjoy these days. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program star style be the star you are we have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire inform 
entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.